0: Welcome to Ignite Visibility University Interview Edition, where we learn from the top marketers in the world, what drives them, their mistakes, their wins and secrets to success. This podcast is brought to you by Ignite Visibility, one of the top digital marketing agencies in the nation. All right, everybody, welcome to another Ignite Visibility University. Today, I'm really excited to have Nils Delmore on the line as my guest. He is co-founder and CTO at WooRank, and we also had the pleasure recently of speaking at PubCon uh, just about a couple weeks ago on Voice Search and just really learned so much from him about the way the web is changing and had some great conversations. So really, really excited to have Nils on the line. Nils, how are you doing today?
1: Hi, I'm uh, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, and thank you for having me on the, on the podcast.
0: Yeah, thanks for taking the time. Where where are you in the world today? I think you're uh you're in Europe usually, right? And um where yeah, in that's correct. Europe are you in? Uh
1: so we're uh based in Belgium. Um, and uh company is uh based in Brussels, but today uh working from home uh from
0: Antwerp. Oh, very nice. And you've been with WuRank for, for a while now, right? T- tell us a little bit about the history of WuRank and, and, and you as being CTO and co founder there, just so, so everybody kind of learns a little bit about it.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, it's been more than eight years now, uh, I think June of 2011, uh, where me uh, and two other guys uh, who were doing building websites, uh, doing marketing, digital marketing, and SEO kind of things for uh, our clients. Um and we had this feeling that a lot of the work we did uh was kind of yeah recurring and parts of that automatable. So we built a, a yeah, kind of quick prototype tool uh to help uh yeah, to help us uh, maintain clients and look for uh, other prospects. Um and yeah, during those couple of months we used it, it, it worked really well for us. Um and then we figured, well. If it works for us, it might work for other people, uh, and that's essentially how Wurank as a as a product and as a brand got born. Uh, so we uh, cleaned it up, uh, made it publicly available. Um, so made a tool where people could just put in uh, the URL of their website, and then uh, that was we grabbed that URL and go look for data about that website. Uh, we look on the website itself uh, by crawling a couple of pages, look at external sources, how Google. Uh, social media sites like Facebook and and, uh, and Twitter um, and a bunch of other sources are kind of looking at your website and what your presence of the, uh, your website is on the internet. Um, and we return that in a, in a report where we try to not just show you data, but also give you actionable insights on how to fix things that are wrong, show you which things you're doing well. Um, and that's kind of... Um, yeah that, that's that's been our core business eight years ago um, and that's still what it what it is today of course we add a lot of uh, other tooling to that to help people uh get things more actionable uh, but that's our that's been our journey uh, for eight years and for myself uh, i've been the yeah, the technical co-founder let's say um the guy writing the code so uh yeah um, I, I I became cto that's that's uh, that's a no brainer um, and yeah, I've, I've I've been I've been enjoying that uh, ever since, um, and I still love working on this uh, this stuff uh, every day more and more. So um, that's, in a nutshell, my my journey and and, and Wurang's journey.
0: Very cool, yeah. And WooRank, I I've been aware of ever since I got involved in SEO. And If you haven't checked it out, huge user base, really great tool to get um, a lot of information really, really quickly. Um, and Nils is is definitely an expert in 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 the field of SEO in general. So so Nils, one of the reasons I thought it would be great for us to talk is because there is this huge change going on in seo right now and i'm ahead of it you're ahead of it or at least we're on the cutting edge and i feel like we had a a similar philosophy talk to me a little bit about this shift that you're seeing that's been kind of brewing for a while now but it's uh, suddenly kind of coming out and um, where, where are you seeing seeing things headed with search
1: yeah. So, um, yeah, Google has changed their algorithms yeah, also since since their beginning, um, and it's always um, yeah, it's our job as SEOs and SEO experts uh, to follow along with that, uh, find yeah, find ways of, of 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 making it actionable for brands, um, and I think especially uh, in the last maybe five ish years. Um, we've seen a, a quite drastic change uh, going on, and especially um, in the field of the, the the search engine result page itself. So, not um, it's not the ten blue links anymore. Uh, it's often uh, uh, often used quote or sentence, uh, not not the ten blue links anymore. But now there's so much more on a search result page. So it's it's really Google tries to give. Their users an answer to the query they have in the yeah, the, the most actionable way. Um, so you see featured snippets now, like like uh, blocks of text answering an actual question. Um, you might see videos, you might see images, uh, you might see um, game results like NBA, NFL, whatever. Like uh, if you if you search for a team, you just see their latest results. Um, you get maps uh, when you're searching, maybe for a local, uh, local kind of business, or 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 just you wanna you wanna get food essentially. So it, it will uh, suggest you local uh, businesses, um, and I mean the list goes on and on and on, and it changes every day. We've we've tried to yeah, we've tried to make um, a list of of all the special uh, rich results as they call them. Uh, you can see in search engines or a Google search engine. Uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's becoming a very difficult task because every day there, it, it, it seems like uh, there's, there's uh, something new every day. Um, so yeah, with, with that in mind, it's, it's, it's becoming um, yeah, more and more important uh, for you know, brands and people who want to yeah, basically do business online uh, to be aware of this fact and the fact that since it's not 10 blue links anymore and Google tries to give their users an answer straight away, uh, it might be so that yeah people you 're providing that answer, but uh, people won 't end up on your website anymore because they get the answer straight into the Google search results so that 's um, yeah, the kind of thing uh, companies and, and brands need to need to be aware of and, and, and yeah, try to change their their mindset in this this new era of, of search engines, um, essentially
0: hundred percent. And I've, you know, I've clearly been thinking about it a lot, but one of the things that Nils has done is he's created a list of every single thing that creates a rich result. And then every single thing that um, creates a voice response. And then um, you know we kind of met and talked about it a couple of weeks ago. And since then, you know, Nils, I've been I've been looking at it further, and then trying to find things that you can actually claim um, within Google. So certain things can be claimed, so that you can manipulate them and and change them in, in the way that you want. And then other things can be created by by schema. And so what I'm seeing now, and this is all part of the, the Google has their, their, um, their Google quality rater guidelines. And inside of them, they also map out a lot of the same stuff that that Nils did. But, but it's when you break it down and take the time, you can find out for any type of business vertical. Now, what are the types of things that have extra elements inside of Google? And then what are the ones that you can control by claiming them? What are the ones that you can control by, um, using schema and then what are the things you can do by using, um, a Google action, which is like kind of a whole nother thing on, on the assistant side. So, so Nils is really kind of an expert in, in leading the way in a lot of the schema stuff. So Nils, on the schema side, you know, what are, what are some, some like tricks for schema? Or like when you think about schema, are there any like important ones that you think SEO should be looking at more because they create elements in, in Google? I think our listeners would love to hear a little bit about just your general thoughts around that.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so I think it's, it's in, in, in general, uh, important to just look at, yeah, what, what's my brand? Um, and and how does my brand represent itself on the internet? Um, so I'm going to give a very specific example, the one I also uh, gave in, in the, the talk uh, I did alongside you uh, at PopCon. Uh, so we were at PopCon, and when you're asking Google, either through a voice search or uh, just by entering uh, the query with a keyboard, um, when is PopCon taking place? Um, At that time, uh, when I did that little experiment, uh, the answer you got back was "Pubcon 2018 is taking uh, place on uh, this and this date and so on and so forth. But the answer was 2018 and we're 2019, of course, Uh, and there is isn't a 2019 event. So um, this is the kind of thing like, okay, uh, PubGon might not be very interested in having lots of voice search answers and whatnot because people will probably not buy Um, I don't know what the price of the tickets is, but probably won't buy a ticket through a a voice search or straight into Google. Uh, They will have to think about it and go to the PubCon website. But I guess as a brand and and a brand organizing conferences, you'd want your people to at least uh, know what the the date of the upcoming uh, event is. So it's it's just by adding a little schema.org piece uh, that defines an event uh, on the event page. um, That problem wouldn't have been there, so it's just a simple schema.org uh, event entity you put on your event page, and next time Google crawls it, they will obviously be aware, ah, there's, a, there's some event in 2019 that's most yeah, relevant to the current timeline, uh, so that's probably the answer the, the user is looking for. So, simple fix uh, for a not-too-complicated problem, but you just have to do it, of course.
0: I love it. And, and, and I think everybody listening, that's a huge, huge takeaway for SEO for the future right there, right now. Okay. So what are the things that can create rich results, right? Um, that are pulled from your website and then going in and deliberately marking them up with schema based off of what's the most important for the business. So, you know, Nils, when, when we talked about that and, you know, I, I, I thought, okay, I'll go mark up. You know our about page on Ignite with just some org schema so that that gets pulled into, uh, so that gets pulled into the you know the Google Assistant and, and also shows as a featured snippet and, and all that stuff and and went and did it and had it had some great success right so so brands are really really gonna need to be deliberate now with their schema because it's gonna impact all the messaging in Google and inside the assistant so so Nils let's shift gears a little bit. What is the Google Assistant and what is the Google Assistant directory? And and why do people need to be thinking about it? Like, wh- I don't think even a lot of people know about the Google Assistant directory.
1: Uh, no, it's true. Um, and yeah, it's... So um, to break it down really simple, uh, the Google Assistant is, uh, well, kind of as the name it's, uh, says itself, like... Uh, It's what drives uh, Google voice searches, but also uh, the app you might have on uh, on your Android phone or uh, on your uh, iPhone, uh, where you basically ask a question either through voice or again uh, by typing into a keyboard. And it tries to serve your question, your query uh, as good as possible. Now um in many cases that means just yeah running your uh, question through uh google search and finding the most relevant uh result either through yeah a featured snippet or a more enriched result uh like i just said like an event date it would it if you ask for a date it and 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 the structured data is there uh it will just answer you the date straight away. Otherwise, it also might just say, "Okay, here are the most relevant results I I could find in Google search." Um, a little less actionable, but that's that's its kind of its uh, its catch-all behavior. Um, but the Google Assistant can also be programmed to uh, action to yeah to take actions and 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 really uh, work a little bit as an app. Uh, so you will um, so one of uh, the examples. Uh, of things we've been working on um is a course um where um it explain like the the yeah a course that where you can ask okay i'm i'm, I'm interested in uh, a given seo topic um and so it's it's it will teach you uh some basic things it, it's a very small uh little actually a proof of concept we built. So it will teach you a, a couple of things about SEO. And then at the end, it will ask you a couple of questions to see if you understood what you've uh, just learned. So that's, that's not simple uh, Google search queries anymore. That's actually some sort of app we built specifically for the Google Assistant. Um, and that's something you can announce to Google that it's there uh, through their yeah uh, through a, a directory a bit like an app store uh, but it's an an app store specifically for the the Google Assistant and you don't really have to download stuff it's rather through brand naming so brands become uh, more more important again uh, that you can enable that uh, uh, um, yeah, that assistant um, uh, yeah uh, app let's say uh, so you could say okay um, I don't know if it works uh, at the moment but it, could go along the lines of, yeah, uh, Rank, teach me something about SEO. And then uh, if that's the, the sort of trigger words our app uh, in the Assistant uh, need, then uh, it would start up that app and, and um, yeah, take uh, specific action in teaching you uh, SEO.
0: Excellent. So everybody needs to be claiming their brand in the Assistant Directory and then kind of starting to build out their action strategy. And one thing that I noticed is, you know, there's there's really easy ways to do stuff and hard ways to do stuff. And they do have a lot of pre-built templates in there. Uh, one of the ones that I used was to do a quiz. Uh, and so we did kind of like a, a, a quick digital marketing quiz on what you know and what you don't. And you could talk to Ignite Visibility and stuff like that it's still in the approval process. But I just think it's good for people to kind of get involved now. And then so... So there seems to be this connection, Nils, and, and I agree with everything you said. There seems to be this connection now between schema and then also the action. And, and I have a question for you, and maybe you know this, maybe you don't, but are they going to make it so that if you mark up your website with schema, that it gets mapped directly to the Google action that you create inside of the assistant directory? Do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Um, yeah. So um, it's of course not the case entirely right now, but my feeling is that that's indeed the direction they're going. So um, as I always uh, also stated in, in, in that talk, like search engines still need our help in, 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 yeah, in, in helping them understand what, what we mean. Like they, they just see pages and links on pages and, and, and pages that that link together or that link to another page. But they don't necessarily understand the meaning or why one page is is linking to another. There's lots of AI going on, and it's it's doing a good job, but it's never perfect. And so, uh, through uh, the use of Schema.org and and tagging entities on pages and stuff like that, we really help them um, understand the meaning of of yeah what we're trying to say and why we're linking to other um, other resources. Um, and so yeah, it's it's my feeling that. Uh, the more and more uh, they evolve and and get better at this, um, it might become so that that even actions will will be driven from from a website itself. Um, and in some cases, it's even already the case in 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 simpler examples. Um, but Schema.org, yeah, it's really um, yeah I call it the renaissance because because it's 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 been there for for many many years now. Schema.org, but it feels that now this year. It's it's yeah. Google is really putting a lot of effort and a lot of emphasis on on the fact that it's there, and people should use it on their websites uh, to to help them understand what a page is about and what what the intent of that page is, or, or what what that page tries uh, tries to answer uh, to a user.
0: Hundred um, percent. And I, yeah. you know, I, you know, when when schema first came out, I really kind of ignored it um, for for a long time because it didn't do anything. And I feel like they were just testing it and building the framework, but now it really does. And then, you know, I kind of have a follow-up question for you. And this is interesting to me because you're um, in Europe and and I'm in the U.S. And, uh, and one of the things I'm seeing a lot is that now, you know, they gave us different markup for schema, right? They gave us AMP, right? They gave us Accelerated mobile pages, which is a way to, you know, um, code up a page. And then they gave us ways to um, deliver different featured snippet links, which this is all brand new, all technical SEO stuff, but you could for publishers and people writing content, you can deliver different featured snippet links. They also gave us stories and, and, and that's, that's within mobile. You can do Google stories, right? So all these things are things that you basically give to Google and you kind of are opting in this information to them saying, hey, here you could take it from my website. My website will still be there, but you get to use this info from my website. And and one of the things I heard was that in France, um, they they kind of shut it down and they won't allow certain types of, of these featured snippets. And in Europe, um, they've been tighter on Google with, with regulations for what um they're allowed to take from from different websites. And I just what what goes through your mind there like just that general conversation should should google be allowed to take this information from websites is there going to be pushback is there more pushback in europe than we're seeing in the us do you have, do you have any thoughts on that i'm just just curious your perspective
1: um yeah that's always a yeah, a complicated question of of how yeah, i mean the big g how how big are they getting and and yeah aren't they monopolizing just not just the search engine world but but almost the entire internet because if if they just start pulling stuff from our websites serving it within their walled garden so to say so people don't have to go to a website anymore like what's the incentive for um, a website owner to or yeah like someone having a brand online to to to, to still put their website up if, if if Google is just stripping it out and answering it straight away so it's it's a new era. We we need to um yeah we need to rethink uh the way we're yeah you know, doing SEO, doing doing digital marketing uh for search engines, um and yeah, working really hard on our brand, like like trying to get the brand in, in people's minds. Um and when they search for something, um yeah, like if if you have if you have information if you have entities um and you 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 mark them up really well and 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 you do your job in the schema.org your brand will automatically uh, bubble up uh, in the in the search results um and so it, it will get in people's minds so there, there's always this this weird kind of balance google needs to find with with yeah uh, website owners and and content and information providers of taking a lot but not taking too much and 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 yeah it's 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 a difficult world and and especially for europe indeed we're we're maybe a bit more um regulated i don't know if that's the the right word to use uh but but maybe mm-hmm. a bit more scared of of a big american corporate uh yeah that that's being used even in europe also like i don't know what the the market penetration of google is here but it's it's probably as high as it is in the US i don't see uh, much difference there so uh, they're trying to keep some sort of control uh, on that but at the same time i mean yeah uh, we don't want to get wiped off of google meter as as a as a Euro, european website that doesn't make sense at all so um, i do know that that yeah since a couple of weeks or months in Google Search, uh, uh, sorry, in Google Search Console, there is a setting now where you can actually set your website to not serve feature snippets to Google. Uh, yeah. So it's 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 a checkbox that you say, okay, uh, they 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 can't strip information from our website. They people have to click through. Um, mm-hmm. But it's one of those settings. Like and, and people have asked us, like, what should I do with it? It's like, well, mm-hmm. I mean, that's up to you, but. Do take into account that yeah, if if you check that and say okay, Google cannot use my my content uh, in a featured snippet, yeah, it it the featured snippet is at the top of the page, so you'll you'll automatically get pushed down. Your brand automatically gets pushed down to the the normal blue links. Um, and and are yeah, are people even people even still using or seeing these uh, these blue links these days? Like if if there's lots of rich results on top of that, like. It's a very tacky subject. Um, and and yeah, it's I know it's not a, a good answer I'm I'm giving here. It's just you know, kind no, of it's leaving a it out in the open. It's,
0: it's a, I uh, appreciate it, it, it. That yeah. That's the it, context it. I was looking for. Yeah. I just I, I think Mills, it, it you know I I'm right with you and I and it's and it's this very pivotal time everybody where either people are going to play with Google and we're going to be in and or we're gonna start seeing, I believe, major class action um suits against stealing things. And it's it's so it's so interesting to me that um there's a lot of like hey hey websites you can't do this if you want to be in our index but then of course Google does the same thing you can never scrape sites you can't have too many ads above the fold you know that's that's a whole conversation but the thing that's tricky is um Mills and I in particular we're so far out in front of it I can t- I feel like we see the future I mean YouTube directly integrated these actions directly integrated schema directly integrated I you know us as marketers you know we have the ability to get brands in front of this stuff and see a, see a, a big impact but there's always this part of me frankly just as somebody who who's seen the web evolve for so long that feels like you know it's it's hard to see the data taken and Google continue to to just do things to get more impressions and more advertising but anyways you know that's that's definitely the conversation and and Nils I did not know about that that um that checkbox for not having featured snippets in Europe that that's great information that must be pretty new and i'll bet that comes to the to the US at some point that's really interesting
1: yeah yeah it is and yeah it's it's actually indeed because some of our users uh, highlighted this to us, so i have, they've of course not been very vocal about it, uh, but it's a setting somewhere deep in your Google search console settings uh, where you can <laughs> yeah, literally say okay don't don't strip my and, and they even I can send you a screen screenshot afterwards, like they give a, a little preview of this is what a search uh, result then will look like if, if you check this, and it's literally just yeah, the the title and then the the green link and 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 nothing underneath. So it's it's um, well yeah, again. It's up to you if you you want to use that. Of course, if you don't want Google to yeah, like, to
0: please, please send it over. Please send it yep. over. I'd, I'd love to check that out. So so a couple things. Um, you know. So we've got, and this BERT update just went out today, B-E-R-T. It's basically this idea that Google says that they've restructured everything and now it's more entity-based. That just happened today. This podcast is being um, done on 10-25-2019 uh, for anybody, and it's it's probably going to publish next week on on a Tuesday or something like that. So it'll be fresh, but that BERT update's new. So that's interesting. But other than than that, the things we talked about, Nils, I'd love to kind of like wrap up today what are some kind of tip, final tips that you have for people going into SEO in 2020? Anything come to mind?
1: Yeah, I mean, to keep it in the context of, of this conversation, um, I, I yeah, I think schema.org is definitely something uh, to look at. Because, uh, yeah, again, it's not new, but not many people were using it. Um, but Google is putting a lot of emphasis on it. So that there's still a land grab to be done, like like since not many people are doing it, it's, it's, it's really beneficial for your brand to start using it because it, it will help you um, rank higher and, and, and get those featured snippet in and it helps you take control over them. Um, and actually, I, I worked on a, a little research piece um, yeah, for certain industry verticals and, and looking at all the rich results you can have in Google, which are the ones uh, you can influence with schema.org. Um, I can send you the link afterwards. It's also pinned to my uh, Twitter profile, uh, but that's really one where we went deep on, uh, yeah, different verticals of 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 um, of the industry. Like if you're in, in in publishing, if you're in e-commerce, which of the rich uh, results are interesting, which schema.org types to use. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's it goes really deep on on those topics. So if you want to uh, read more about that, uh, yeah, again I'll I'll send you the link, uh, but. Um, for me yeah, this this is again it 's a renaissance moment um, and and I definitely think it's, it's a, there, there's a huge opportunity in in uh, in working this out uh, because yeah, the, the the more typical SEO uh, type of of, of uh, parameters that, pe- that everyone is doing yeah, there 's not much opportunity there you have to do them of course to stay relevant uh, but the opportunity uh, and what you get out of it is is, yeah, is slowly uh, getting less and less. Uh, so schema.org is is really the one to go for in 2019, in my opinion.
0: Awesome, thanks, Nils. And yeah, um, everybody who's listening, um, Nils, if If you can send over um, those additional assets, I'll put it all inside the blog post. Nils, will make sure we link to you and you get your reference for all that stuff. But, you know, you'll be able to check out all that great stuff um, from from Nils and the WooRank team um, on the Ignite Visibility um, link for for this podcast. So, Nils, thank you so much for being on today. Everyone, I feel like, do you get a glimpse now as you're listening to this, into this new world? That's why I wanted to have um, Nils on. He's very, very deep in it. Um, Nils, where can people find out more about you where's the best place to follow you online
1: uh twitter will be the the main the main place so it's uh more, i mean anyway i'll i'll send you the links probably easier uh with my very belgian sounding uh <laughs> very belgian sounding name
0: <laughs> all right well nils delmore on twitter i'm sure you'll be able to find him thanks again so much for taking the time today and uh, we'll talk to you soon
1: yep thank you for having me